League of Dawns. We are back with a very special doubleheader. Uh, and this is not a Monday night doubleheader. This is a Wednesday podcast doubleheader. Um, so we're actually back here um, kind of serving two purposes. This is going to be our second installment of our uh, Where Are They Now? Um, but it's also going to cover a hot topic in the league right now, the most recent trade uh, between two of our members. And um, before I bring in Brent Ketty, I want to let everyone know there is a lot of heat around this um, this interview. Um, we were actually going to and Brent, quote, emotions can fade with time. I need to talk about this now. And so with that, I welcome a man with with a lot to to get off his chest right here, Brent Ketty. How are you doing, my man? Matthew, my man, how are you? Doing well. I'm. Uh, I've been I've been pondering my thoughts all day. You know, I've got got a little bit of heat for for some of the the things that have that have gone throughout the course of the day, and and here I am. You know, I've, I've, I just can't put it all down on text. So I'm glad to be on the pod and explain myself, defend myself in person. How are you? Yeah, this is uh, this is definitely the platform for it. Doesn't you know? Of course, uh, the, the Schefter account is fantastic, um, but there's just too much to say here to put it in a tweet or to put it in the group text. So with that, I'm I'm not I'm just gonna we, we, we all know the terms of the deal, um, but let's run through it again real quickly. So you gave up um, Le'Veon Bell, who is Correct. recently a free agent, Philip Lindsay, and returned John Brown to J Rose. And in turn acquired. Take it from here. I acquired uh, Devonte Freeman, uh, Brian Hill, backup from the uh, Falcons, and then the uh, Seattle defense. Which I mean, realistically, the Brian Hill and, and the uh, the defense, along with John Brown, to be honest, it's that's just a toss. I mean, I was going to end up waving him anyways. So. To me, those aren't the terms of the deal necessarily. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's it's Freeman for for Lindsey and Devonte Freeman, and uh, so the way I look at it, the way this all came and, down, and, and, and 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 Le'Veon Bell, right? And Le'Veon Bell, sorry, yeah. L- so the way L- I, L- Lindsay and Bell for Freeman is essentially the deal. Correct, correct. Yes, yeah, sorry. So the way I looked at it, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here at at one and four, as you guys know. I did I did get that first W, which I'm I'm riding high right now, but. Um, sitting at one and four here and, and you're, you're going into the week with a lot of, lot of questions with that roster. So Le'Veon Bell gets released. That's huge. Yeah. He, he could go to another team. He could be very successful elsewhere. Like he has in the past, but I haven't seen it in the last couple of years. I don't, nobody has. Um, so, but the, you know, he just does have the talent. It could happen somewhere else. Um, and then the other question there with, with Philip Lindsay, he hasn't seen my starting lineup all year but you have the Melvin Gordon DUI situation from last night. When I'm sitting here at one and four, looking at my roster, I don't have time to sit around and wait. I don't have time to, to see what happens with Le'Veon Bell. I don't have time. At best, he finds a team, say, tomorrow or the next day. He's not playing Sunday. And even then, there are questions whether he has to learn a playbook, get into the system, and he could be in a committee at that point. You know, we don't know. I don't have time. If I lose one, two more games, I'm not, I have no, I have no shot at the playoffs. Right. So it's time in my head. I got to make a move with Philip Lindsay. The thing that nobody was talking about in the pod that, you know, it's one of those things. I listen to sports radio all day. I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts, things like that. 
um, of, in, of different sorts, not just sports, but of all different sorts. And you have that feeling when you're listening to these things, you go, you have a response, you get an argument and you can't, you can't, you can't do anything with it. You want to respond to these people, but you can't be yelling at your radio. So um, it's great to get on the pod and talk about this, but I, hear, I heard you, uh, you and Jay's talking about it. Um, the Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon situation. And from everything I'm reading, um, Melvin Gordon is, yes, he got a DUI from everything I'm reading. It's a one to two week suspension, but that comes after his court date. His arraignment is on November 16th. So we're talking four more weeks of fantasy football that you have Melvin Gordon as your starter and Philip Lindsay as the backup. I haven't got any production from him in the past. And I, so I, I saw like I'm cutting a, a, a big time piece of my roster. So essentially Although Fangio could do his own uh, uh, suspension ahead of time. But at this point, there's November 13th or 16th, can't remember, is the date of, of, the, of the court date for Melvin Gordon. So he is eligible to play, unless otherwise said, um, for this week and the next couple weeks. Which leaves me in, I, gotta, I am in win-now mode, and i got to do it now. So I'm getting Vontae Freeman for two guys that have major questions um, that – I've seen Devontae Freeman over the past three weeks. First week, uh, very limited role, but he, he was signed a few days before that. Second week, his role increased. He did better. And then last week, he got 19 touches, I believe, four targets on top of that. You know, 20-some 20, 20 touches and, and had a successful game. I can only see that role expanding from there. So I have a solid starting flex play for two guys that I was not going to get any production out of in the immediate future which is what I care about right now, because if I lose one of the next two games, pretty much out of playoff contention. So if you look at it in those terms and you look at it from my point of view, I know, you know, yeah, Jay could end up getting a steal in the end. If Le'Veon goes to a team where he's successful, if Philip Lindsay does get that starting lead back role while Melvin Gordon's under suspension. But to me, I got to look at number one, number uno here and, and take care of my roster. So I have a starting flex play week after week now to, to um, run next to uh, Zeke and Ronald Jones, some of these other guys that I can kind of play with those running back uh, by committee there. So that's kind of the, the gist of, of my feelings of the trade um, and, and some of the things within there, you know, that weren't really discussed on the pod earlier. So, so, so d- definitely some, some good points there. And that is, that, that's one thing about the pod is we will take shots. We will question trades. We will question moves, but we will always give league members a chance to defend themselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so two things um, that I'm going to say that I, I, I tend to agree slash relate on. One is, is the win now mode. Um, I'm one and four as well. Had to make a similar move, move myself. Um, it was actually unloading Nick Chubb due to injury, not due to a potential suspension. And then the second piece that I can concur on is that Philip Lindsay is basically has been and probably will continue to be worth, worthless if Melvin Gordon is in the lineup. Now, my question there, though, is is where like because we've seen Goodell just basically make executive decisions in the past and just says, no piece is suspended immediately. Like what source do you have that's so, just telling you that, that Melvin's going to be good to go for the next basically month until his court. Date? Yeah. So, so essentially what I've, what I've read is with DUIs, they're not, they're not uncommon. Right. So um, it's, it is, as you know, they're not uncommon. Right. Um, <laughs> so I knew that was coming. Thank you. So um, 
the way they kind of look at those, um, it's it's not a it's not on film necessarily, or at least that we know just yet. Um, it's not it's not one of those things where Ray Rice beat up his girlfriend. You know, it's not something that's super detrimental to the league, to the NFL league, not the fantasy league, not the league of dons, um, but the fan, to the NFL. And so, from what I've read, um, they will. Uh, they they could obviously Goodell could put lay the hammer down and and jump the gun if he does have you know evidence that's that you know maybe Melvin Gordon wants to admit to something so that he can be back but for the Denver Broncos big playoff run they're gonna make in the end of the year but um oh, just drop my phone sorry um so don't don't send don't send any trades by accidentally dropping <laughs> yeah, your phone it's, it's, it's happened huh? that's be what careful I... like I've been. People have been known to send off crazy trades when they're from <laughs> That's what I so hear. Just be, caught, be cautious. That's what I hear. But so, so th- what I've read is that, that unless – which Fangio very well could suspend him himself. That's the only, that's the only thing. Um, or not the only thing, but that is one big factor. If Fangio decides that, that his, his uh, conduct is detrimental to the team, he can suspend him immediately. But everything I've read is he has until November 13th, that court date, to actually – they'll let the process – let due process do its course um but we'll okay. see you know and, the, well, and the, the biggest thing to me though right is there's so many questions i don't have time for questions i don't have time for to wait that out i don't have the time for Le'Veon bell to work his stuff out right i need to i gotta make a move now i gotta get a solid play in that flex position right now and so that's what i did and i think that i filled that role uh, going into this okay week well you, you, you we, we say we don't have time for questions or you don't have time for questions but but here's my question: Are are, are we ready to declare Devonte Freeman a solid flex play? I mean, he's had he had a good game last week. That's his first fantasy relevant game of the season. Like I I I I think you've said a lot of things that are very fair and accurate. But I think this idea that Devonte Freeman is just like a plug and play stud is is a bit overstated. I don't Unders- know. Understood. Do so hear me out. The way I, the way I see it. Came in week four for the for the Giants. There, um, he was signed, like I said, a couple of days before Sunday. Ended up taking the field, and obviously he's not going to have a, a huge role that week. Um, he had five rushes, ten yards, it looks like. Coming in the next week, eleven rushes, thirty-three yards, four targets, four receptions. That's you know you're a week into the system. Obviously, you're still going to rely on your 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 committee there when you got Wayne Gallman and and uh, uh, who's the other guy in that backfield? Doesn't really matter. They're a bunch of you know. Uh, it's um... Gosh, I mean, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Matter. You know, it's just, just it was. It's a. It's a committee. For some reason. And 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 to that to that point, right? If we don't know the guys, it's a pretty good sign for Devontae Freeman. Um, but coming into the next week, which was this week, so I mean, realistically, two and a half weeks with New York, and he comes in the last week, he gets seventeen rushes, and three targets. I mean, you're you're pushing that 20, 20 touch, uh, range, and you're you've been with the team for two and a half weeks. I mean, you're going to start relying on that back because he is so much better than the other two. Um, if you if I can get 20 touches a game out of a, a flex, that's I'll take that all day. Um, and so that's kind of the way I look at it. I think that that's a much safer play than the other two that I had. Um, all right. In the immediate future, at all least. Right. And what I, like I said, what I'm working on is the immediate future because yeah, I, I got to yeah. win now. I mean, I have to. I'll put it this way: I, I after hearing this, I'm my, my opinion has moved some. League, I'll let you respond in the comments what you think. Um, I guess my take would the way my opinion has changed is that don't think this was quite as bad for you I still think it was great for Jay because he can stash Le'Veon as like a a high ceiling type play later right but 
Um, and then it definitely yeah. could be, but, but, you know, and you're also seeing some things now with Le'Veon and I'm not a Le'Veon basher by any means. Obviously I drafted him. I like the guy. I think he's a good player, but you see, you know, what if he ends up in the committee? I mean, he definitely could very well. I mean, so if he ends up on the chiefs, you know, you got Clyde Edwards, Alaire there and, and, and Le'Veon, I mean, you're looking at another committee there as well. And then if a Patriots is the same thing, I mean, they're, they've always worked on the committee. So, um, yeah. you know, who knows where he's going to end up. Um, there are questions there, and and it could end up that way. I have a question for you about it. So, who do you think right now? Who is the top player in that in that trade scenario? Right, there's Devontae Freeman, Philip Lindsay, and Le'Veon Bell. I mean, and we're talking right now, right? I mean, right, right with all the questions around everybody, who's the guy you want the most on your team out of those three? The best player right now in Week Six, I, I would agree with yeah. you. Devontae Freeman is yeah. now. If we get news that Melvin is suspended. That may change things. But, yeah. but right now, at this very moment in time on Wednesday night, yeah, you're, you're, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. And so that's kind of the way I looked at it. Um, there are injury questions with, with Lindsay as well. He's been out for a few weeks. Um, he should be back this week. There's, there's, there aren't any uh, reports saying that he should be out much longer. But um, there is that question as well. You know, he's had a turf toe issue. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's minor, obviously. But, you know, um, that's, that's the way I've looked at it. Uh, and so I, I, at the end of the day, I look at my roster today and I'm, I'm extremely happy with it, to be honest with you. Now that I have that role filled out, um, Le'Veon Bell has been hurt all year anyways, so I haven't really seen him in my lineup at all. Um, so it's not like I feel like I'm missing anything there. Um, and, and I got a, a solid flex play in my opinion. So I'm happy with it. All right. Well, look, yeah. All right. Well, let's, we, we, we've, we've turned this, this trade inside and out to all angles. Um, let's switch gears a little bit here. Uh, we, we are doing this this where are they now segment. I'm going to give you, you know, we usually try to keep these around 20 minutes. So I'm going to give you some kind of uh, quick hitters here just on on life in general, what's going on in the world of Brent Ketty. Um, first and foremost, I'll ap- I apologize already. I'll apologize on air. I referred to Dylan as the only father in the league. <laughs> it's not accurate. Um, how's how's fatherhood, man? You're what, how, how old is she now? She, uh, seven months as of the 11th. So yeah, barely seven months old. It's been great. Yeah. Things have, I mean, it's different. Things have changed. Obviously, you know, the whole, uh, the lifestyle change, um, you know, the being home at, at seven o'clock to put the baby down kind of thing kind of kills your Saturday night, but that's, that's the thing. That's what you sign up for. It's, it's, it's really, it's been fun. You know, it changes your fun is different now, but, um, yeah. but everyone that says that, you know, you can't have fun. That's a bunch of shit. I mean, it's, there's a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff that goes on and, and uh, yeah, we've had, we've had a blast with it. She's, she's seven months old now and healthy and we're happy. Everything's good. Awesome, man. Happy for you. And that's kind of, uh, obviously no one's thrilled about a pandemic, but as a guy, um, I know we always hang out at the Beaver games and you're big on, on tailgating down there and often spending, uh, even spending Saturday night after the game kind of partying and tailgating and stuff. It's kind of ideal timing with a newborn, right? You don't, you know, I mean, the, the pandemic couldn't have, came, couldn't have come at a better time in, in altogether for, uh, for us, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I were, I've been working. We from should home do these more often. Yeah, these exactly. Yeah. Awesome. You know, we gotta, we gotta call China up. I, I gotta get, I gotta get China on the horn. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, the whole, you know, the baby was at home while I was working from home for the most part. My wife was on maternity leave for like five months or whatever. So we were all able to be a lot more involved than, than normal just because we're stuck at home anyways. What's the, you know, yeah. so in that, in that sense, yeah, it couldn't have come at a better time for sure. Nice. Is, uh, is Rosie still at the, that dentist? She clinic? is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. Okay. And, and you're still with, with, um, yeah, remind I work me. with Matheson, Matheson gas. So I'm a, I'm in sales for, for gases, um, oxygen, argon, nitrogen, those kinds of gases. So universities, hospitals, clinics, uh, welders, breweries, wineries, all sorts of stuff. So that's, nice. that's what and I you, do. And you weren't, maybe I'm wrong here. You weren't initially in sales with them, right? No, no. Yeah. So I, yeah. No, yeah. So I started with the company and kind of, um, worked my way into, I managed the plant down in Albany. Um, and I was the, the plant manager down there. And then from there I decided to transfer into the sales side so that I can, uh, you know, I feel like if you get that, once I get this, it's kind of the last role before from here, I've done it all so I can be a, you know, the regional type manager. Um, and nice. so that's kind of where at least my mindset is with it. Um, but I'm enjoying the sales side of it for sure. It's, it's kind of, uh, I like the competitive nature in that. So it's been fun. Nice. Yeah. We have a, a handful of sales guys in the league. Um, so that's, uh, a, a nice little little career shift. I, I enjoy the yeah. kind of competitive aspect as well. Hopefully, we both are doing better with our sales numbers than we are in our uh, league doms standings. <laughs> right you now. would you would hope. Huh? That's that's definitely not hard <laughs> to do. Not too hard to do. I can tell you that. <laughs> and are you doing? I know. Um, you know, back when you were kind of starting out, you were commuting at like four thirty a.m. to Albany every day. Is that out the yeah. window, or do you have to do that sometimes? Or no, so that there? was that was when I was I was managing the the entire plant down there at Albany. So they I had my guys fired up at, at five o'clock, which meant I needed to be in Albany from Twalton by five, right? So so I was leaving. Wow. I was leaving here about four and uh, and uh, working down there all day and then coming up. But now 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 I'm in sales, so I got the kosher lifestyle of of you and Kassad and and uh, all the other sales guys that are around there so yeah no you wake up and do kind of set, set my own schedule and do my own thing it is man it's uh that's why people get into sales it's just kind of one of those you hit your number and nobody bugs you yeah um, that's sure. that's what people like about it yeah um so that that's awesome definitely a big big switch uh from what you're what you're used to um so yes, yeah, switching gears here um obviously i think most of the league knows you're a big Tampa Bay Bucks fan first year with Tom Brady um our squads my Packers yeah Matt and Bucks are, are actually facing off this weekend what is first off let's get a pick for that game and then let's get a forecast for the rest of the Bucks season if you don't mind yeah yeah so if if you're asking about my pick for this week's game I'm taking Bucks uh let's go 32 28 um, it's going to be a little high, a little higher scoring. I think it'll be a little bit more of a shootout, but, um, I'm, I'm definitely taking, riding the, the buck train on that one. Um, and I, and I, I'm very optimistic for the rest of the season, the Buccaneers season. I think that Tom Brady coming in, um, you know, they had to work out some kinks here early on, but, um, it's been, it's been definitely working itself out. That bears game was horrendous. I mean, there was some stupid, stupid errors and mistakes in that game that, you know, you wipe away a few of those. So, I'll give us. I'll give us throughout the season. Um, I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Twelve and four is gonna be the Bucks record. Twelve and four. Two more losses. Oh, no, excuse me. Nine and, and two the rest of the way. Nice little run. That, but that's that's probably that might do it to get you a first round buy. So looking yeah, for the Bucks the, to start a roll here. Yeah, with the with the Saints, you know, having a little bit of what looks to be a little bit of a down year for them, at least early on here. You know, it looks looks good for us in the division. The Panthers and uh, and the Falcons are obviously trash, but um, so yeah, definitely possible. 
Panthers are three and two though. They're no, tied yeah, no, Panthers, Panthers. I didn't mean. I meant the Falcons are trash. That Falcons, was, I, I yeah. blurred those together. But yeah, the Falcons or the Panthers are, are doing solid, um, but the Falcons are trash. Which usually yeah. it's just, it's a really hard division, you know, all around. So um, that's nice. Cool, man. Well, before I let you go, uh, let's definitely beef season is starting soon. Let's yeah. watch some games. Absolutely. Let's watch some games on, t- on TV for sure. Obviously, can't can't go down to the the Mecca in Corvallis this year, but um, definitely catch some games. But um, I'm going to give you the floor. Is there anything else uh, going on that you'd like to talk about or anything? Um, I know you addressed your trade. We've talked about that at length. Anything else you'd like to send out to the league before we sign off? No, no. I mean, I, I think that uh, I appreciate you guys letting me jump on here and, and uh, jump into this league here last year. I've had a blast with it. I think that um, everybody uh, you know, flips each other's shit, and it's, 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 that's fun stuff. But at the end of the day, it's extremely competitive, which – which I love. That's, that's how it should be. People are really in tune with it. You know, been in a lot of leagues where there's always that one or one or two guys that, you know, it's just, they kind of ruin it for everybody because they're not as into it. But in the league of Dons, it's been great. Uh, it's something like I haven't ever been in for it, for a fantasy league. So I appreciate you guys letting me in and uh, it's been, it's been blast. Let's keep it rolling. Absolutely, man. It's been great having you in the league and it's uh, been great having you on the pod. Um, so with that, Brent, I will let you go. Listeners, have a great rest of your night, and uh, long live the League of Dawns. Awesome. See you, Brent. Thanks, Matt.